Welcome back, everyone. Today, we will be talking about 007, No Time to Die, and Ghostbusters Afterlife. So both of these films, we we were surprised. We Actually, you and I were not planning to watch these films. I, I should mm-hmm. start off with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 007, No Time to Die. We were like, okay, cool. You know, new 007 movie. Who cares? Uh, our, our, our dad, like, he really likes the 007 films. So we were all just kind of chilling and we're like, you know what, let's let's watch this. Let's put this on. Uh, it's already been out for a while. We were able to rent it and all that. So we're like, let's watch this film. We watched mm-hmm. it. And it's just another 007 film with, oh, I should also say, by the way, spoilers. There will be spoilers in this episode. I'm just warning you one more time. There's going to be spoilers about mm-hmm. 007 and Ghostbusters Afterlife. All right. You've been warned. So 007 was just another 007 film. Except mm-hmm. the ending was a definite ending that 007 is gone. That That's it. <laughs> that, that was that's about it. Um, that's the I don't want to say that I didn't like the movie. The movie was 007-like. Although like it, it, it wasn't as action-adventure heavy as I thought it would be. It was very one note throughout. And towards the end, it was just this idea of, you know, 007 being like, all right, so I have a kid, I guess. That's cool. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm glad. I'm glad to know I have a kid, and I guess you know, for me to get any sort of resolution now that I'm actually happy to have a family, the best thing had to happen is 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 for me to die. That's kind of how I felt. I'm like, this just makes no yeah. sense. Like, yeah. super perfect for them to say double seven gets away, but now he's done with his life and he's living happily ever after. But they're like, nope, no, nope, we're just gonna we're gonna kill him. That's how it's gonna be. So that's but- basically what happened. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still back at. I, I don't think it had to end that way. Like, I really don't think it I agree. had to end that way. Um, if I'm not mistaken, like part of the whole thing. First of all, okay, before we even go there, can they stop? And I know this has been a part of discussion as well. Can they stop making Bond villains people with physical deformities? Yeah, like this they do that quite a bit thing, actually. I mean, this whole thing, even with Rami Malek, I'm like, come on, man! Like, he's actually a great actor, and you. You've Mr. Robot, him he's to so such good. A weird character. It just makes no sense what they've done with him. So yeah, um, the whole thing, the fact that they knew what they were going into, and the fact that they could be exposed to this 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 chemical, this poison, the fact that they, they you're telling me that at no point did they say, hey, let's figure out whether we should we have an antidote or not. What can we take? Or hey, Bond, can you keep away from that dude who had your partner and your child with him? So he potentially already has a Wait, we got to we got to explain this part. Because 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 no we we're, we're getting we're getting too okay, far. We got to get too far. There's no one okay, will know okay, what's happening. So, basically So yeah, so basically like again, like we don't need, we don't really need to start from the beginning because it's yeah. 007. Just ex- you know what happens. 007, <laughs> I don't want to do this job. I'll do this job whatever. I'm bringing I'm, I'm back in. I'm going to do it one more time or whatever, all that, all that crap, right? They do that. Basically, this villain has created like this, this device or this technology. This I, I don't even know because it's like it's like a chemical, but it's sort of like technology that they devised or whatever. But the idea is that if they get a piece of your DNA, this mm-hmm. chemical is able to take out anyone with that specific DNA. That's the idea, right? Mm-hmm. So Let's say, like, I, I, have to, I have to explain it because it is actually kind of confusing if you think about it. So mm. let's say that they have, they produce a DNA for, for person A and I take this chemical. I'm going to be fine. But if I get in contact with person A, they will die. So that's kind of the chemical that they created that they can basically give it to specific people that won't die. 
but if they get in contact with the target, they'll die. Obviously, you know, typical story that you might expect in, in, a, in a Bond film. Oh, the possibilities, the villainy, the, the bitters that we'll get. That's the whole idea. The ending basically was Bond was about to be with his family. And at the last moment, Rami Malek's character basically doused him or, or, or infected him with that chemical that will essentially kill his daughter. And I think it's his daughter, right? Or is it his, his son? Daughter. His daughter, his daughter and and his not wife, whatever you want to, it's like girlfriend or whatever, the person that he had a kid with. Hold on, would, hold on, hold on. Sorry. So did, I thought I thought the poison that they gave him was what would kill him. No, not him. It would it would kill them if they got in contact with him. But he's got the same DNA as the kid, but not the the wife partner. And apparently, uh, with the girl. Uh, but apparently, I guess Rami Malik like found a way to. Do it. Basically, from what I got at the end was that if he gets in contact with both of them, they I, I guess basically okay. You know what I think they did was they did the girl's DNA, which will yes. technically be yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. Was, so if it's yeah. a girl's DNA, then it'll gonna affect both parents. But that would mean that I thought that the way what they were see this was not clear as well in the movie. I thought they were building up to he's gonna start showing symptoms soon. No, and no, no. If he get close to them, he's gonna die anyways. No, so basically he'll be fine. The thing was he would be fine. It was his 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 girls. The the girls' DNA is in that chemical. So if he gets in contact with her, she would die. And then also the daughter, since she has half the the mom's DNA, she would die. Basically, both of them would die if he gets in contact with them. So it's like a last ditch moment. I don't know why. I feel like they could have escaped. He could have escaped. But basically, the space mm. where this was all being created, he's like, we need to blow it up. Send the nukes. They're like. All right, Bond, if you say so. And then there's this moment where he's looking at the the beach area where I guess the the, mm. the daughter and everyone are, and he's like, you know, I'm, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be there or whatever, something like that. Goodbye, and all that stuff, and he just dies. And that's kind of, and it kind of ends with the the mom basically telling the daughter, saying, "I'm going to tell you a story about James Bond," and that's kind of how it ends. Again, cute ending, cool. Did not need to be like this. You don't like I said, like I've noticed this happened in so many things. Writers. And and just any creative, the creators like they feel that they need to kill someone to have yeah. a proper base to the story, you know, from Han Solo to to like Dune. I mean, Dune was obviously done like way back, but I'm just noticing yeah. this so yeah. much again and again. You do not need to kill someone to be able to be a a hero, a good person, uh, someone yeah. to have like a base to your story. I just do not get that. I think maybe I'm just getting annoyed because we've seen that so much, but. That was this is where this is it happened again. They could easily have said Bond is done and have him just go off in the sunset with his family. That would have been fine. But instead they're like, no, 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 no. But we James were fully Bond expecting that. Needs to die. Exactly. We knew it was his last movie. We were expecting that. And this would have given us a, a it's like the feeling at the end of uh was it Dark Knight Rises? The last one? Yeah. Um, yeah. when we see him at a cafe and you know Alfred's having his wine and they're all together like that's what we should have seen to be very honest I mean they could have exactly. repeated that with uh, with M sitting somewhere in a cafe going oh hey Bond and then like you know what I'm saying like this didn't have to be like this at the end of it every villain won the, their, their yeah. best agent's dead and and basically, M's lost all his credibility because he's an idiot. Um, it was just a weird, weird movie. Like the storyline and everything is so contrived. Given, oh, you know, we come up with this poison which we can like tailor because of genetics. Because yes, nobody else has thought of that before. 
it's it, yeah. in this space like they try to make a sci-fi movie but dude this is an action movie let's just go back to hey you know this guy's buying nukes or something and he wants to bomb this place or whatever like i don't understand why they had to go down this route um which just seemed so weird yeah like, and even almost, the reasons like even the villains reasons yeah. were so stupid i mean the diehard villains had a better reason yeah, like I mean, for me, Skyfall was my favorite Bond film in in the right. series, and like with Javier Bardem, like I mean, he's just a good, so much such a great actor so in general. Good. But his villain was like, like I was like, like looking at like kind of like Thanos, right? I was kind of understanding his point of view of like, you know, Thank like you. like Q at that time, Q, right? Like Q, yeah. you're like like, and I I love that scene when I'm obviously I'm going back to Skyfall, but I love that scene mm-hmm. when they're in the church and he's telling Q yes. that it's okay, I'll put us both out of our misery. I know what yeah. you have, we have done together. I'll do it together. So it's you and I, you know, getting out. So it's like, you can see that he's a person who's like a little crazy, but he's yeah. thinking in a specific way. In this one, like you said, I think, what, what was it? That his family members family. died by M or M's uh, decisions? No, 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 or no. By, uh, by the, the lady, her father was uh, the, the, his girlfriend, Madeline or whatever. Her father yeah. was a spy or something or an agent. I don't know what he was. Um, I think they covered that in the previous movie, and I don't remember that much very that one very well. Yeah, same. Um, Spectre. Um, so it was the father who killed the entire family for whatever reason, and the kid was still alive. And then, but then the part of this movie where that thing comes, like he comes for her in the beginning of the movie when she's a child, and apparently Rami Malek hasn't aged in all of that time while she's grown into a yeah. woman who has her own child. Um, all of this makes like all of this like weird plot points. Yeah. Which, given for people who don't remember Spectre at all, who don't remember her at all, it's just so weird. Yeah, and oh, I think we don't need to talk about the film for for too yeah. long because overall, I think we go to the next one because we want to talk about that. Yeah. One. Overall, it's an okay film. I if you like James Bond film, just you can watch this, but it's not gonna be. It's not gonna watch for it, me. It's not closure. the ending I wanted. Yeah. No. And a good yeah. a movie okay. with really great closure. Uh, is yes. Ghostbusters Afterlife. I was not, I was going in not expecting too much because, you know, Ghostbusters 1 and 2 were great. They came out a while back. They tried to reboot it in a way uh, with a more comedy, more comedic tone. That didn't really work out. So then they kind of said, okay, this is going to be the sequel in a sense to Ghostbusters 2 from way back. And we're going to try something new. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to get the new age of Ghostbusters in this. So basically they got, the, the movie starts off Ghostbusters Afterlife with Essentially, this family moving into this old house that belonged to to the the grandpa or the the mom's dad. The mom's dad turns out to be Egon, basically, and they, the idea he mm-hmm. he passes away and and he was never there. He was never there for the mom. He was never there as a grandpa. He was just crazy. That's that's kind of how he was he was made out to be. He was crazy. He thought the world was ending. He was like, what the hell is happening? He went crazy. He was he was just secluded in his area. So the mom and the kids like go there. And basically, over time, the idea is that it turns into these kids discovering their granddad's stuff, which is all these Ghostbuster materials. And they start discovering that, hey, this area that we moved in where granddad lived, there's like some weird ghost stuff happening. Like, what's happening here? And basically, the 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 granddaughter, the the granddaughter, I forgot her the actor's name because she's she's in a bunch of stuff. But basically, she like is she's really into all this stuff. She's like starts researching all this, and she kind of becomes like the first. Ghostbuster of sorts in the in the new era, and she starts you know busting ghosts and stuff like that, and they sort of slowly over time uncover that the granddad was actually researching this thing 
where it's, it's imagine like like a hell pit, but it's like mm. ghosts. And basically, he was containing this hell pit using the technology that he had because if they get released, it would take over the entire world because there'd be so many ghosts everywhere, right? So that was kind of what the granddad. That's why the granddad was basically crazy. The granddad was telling uh, his his uh, partners in the Ghostbusters crime unit or whatever you want to call it, the original Ghostbusters that, no, we need the world is about to end. You need to listen to me. No one listened to him. He took all the materials, all the equipment, and he started doing all this, and he unfortunately passes away. So obviously, I know I'm going through this very quickly, but I just I just want to get mm-hmm. to the part that, that I love the most. Basically, comes down, it's very similar to the first Ghostbusters film uh, with, with Sigourney Weaver. So it's very similar of like they need the two gatekeepers to unlock the, the, the gate or whatever and to be to to allow these ghosts to come through. Obviously, towards the end, you know, the original Ghostbusters come in to help out, all the stuff. You get Bill Murray, you get Dan Aykroyd, uh, I forgot the other actor's name. But basically they got uh, all they get they get the Ghostbusters in there. Ernie Hudson. Sorry? Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. So so they get so they get all of them. There's this this awesome showdown, you know, with the new Ghostbusters, the, the kids. And the old ghost, old Ghostbusters or the or the original and Ghostbusters kind of come together. Paul Rudd, we should we should give him and some, the, and, some. I mean, but Paul Rudd didn't do anything. He was one of the gatekeepers, right? He was just kind of passed <laughs> out. But like basically, they were trying to contain. And the the best the best way to end a film like this, they get Harold Ramy or Egon. Like they they obviously CGI'd him right because unfortunately he mm-hmm. passed away before the film was made. But it was just so perfect. He came. He was there in ghost form, and like that moment when he grabbed onto his granddaughter. As she was like, like, like grabbing onto, she was like, you know, busting the ghost or whatever. And yeah. obviously, the uh, the original Ghostbusters, they kind of look to the side and they see him, and he just kind of like nods, you know. I was like, I don't usually cry, like I don't usually cry with films, and like I had to contain myself, but I nearly cried. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, this was, this was all you needed. He like Egon, not for a second, d- did not say a single word, and all yeah. they did with with that CGI CGI made thing was just make him nod and just look in certain ways and it just it just it just hit you. And for me, like that that's kind of how the film technically ended and it obviously ended with the, the song playing and I guess they were moved to the city because they showed the city for some reason and that the song mm-hmm. started playing or whatever. But that's kind of how the movie ended and like I was like that I think that's my favorite film of of the last year it's- because it was just so good as a Ghostbusters fan. Like I I love Ghostbusters. Like obviously I don't remember all the the nitty-gritty but this had so much stuff for the fans that that loved the film, like from the the previous two films. At the same time, it, it I can see this film being that movie that gets anyone new new to the series in, and the ending was just a perfect way to let us know the original Ghostbusters fan that hey, we're all here, you know, we've got your back. And I was like, oh my god, this is so good. Yes. It was. Like, I, I mean, look, I, I I probably remember the original was less than you because watching this movie with you in the same room, um, you were full of so much trivia that I had completely forgotten for the first few movies. But it was just the combination of all the actors. And actually, I looked it up. Her name is McKenna Grace, who plays the granddaughter. Okay. And she literally carried the film. Like, it was such a good... Yeah. She, she did such a good job. The support, everybody supporting was great. Paul Rudd was just Paul Rudd, and and we love him in everything he's in. It was, it was such a good way to bring the same story back without making it look like you're repeating the whole thing. You've got yeah. different nuances. You've got different people. You've got different characters. Like even the 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 kid who plays her friend named Podcast. Like it's such a weird it's such a weird thing to do, but it's also such a cool thing to do because it's something that people understand now, or it's something more new age, something that they understand uh, in today's context. 
So it yeah. was, it was, I, I mean, I, I absolutely enjoyed the film. Probably after Dune, I'd say this is my next favorite movie. Actually, maybe let's say this is tied with Shang-Chi. But yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was, I was so surprised. Like, I, I love this film. Like, I, I that, little, that moment. Little things. Yeah. Yeah. But I think like for me, that moment, like, is just going to stick with me. Like every time I think about like, you know, some of the best moments or like the best way to end a film. See, like I said, they kill the character, obviously for, you know, because that, unfortunately mm-hmm. the actual actor is not there anymore, but like they kill the character and they found a way to actually make it make sense in the overall world and the overall story, whilst also bringing him back in a sense, right? This is where I'm like, see, like, this is how you do it. You don't need to be like, hey, everything is good. Kill the character now because everything was good. Mm-hmm. Was, things are too good right now. Kill him. And then, right, and then right, you know, right. that's how you end the story. I, I love the way they did it. And like, for me, this will, I, I, I'm hoping that this leads to more sequels and stuff. I hope so. Like, I'm happy to see this cast. I mean, I mentioned to you, I'm not a very big fan of Phil Finn Wolfhard. Is that his name? The, the like Stranger Things person, and, yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like he's in everything now, which needs a kid, but he's not, but he also looks the same and it's the same character every single time. So it's really weird. But yeah. the cast of people they built is, is, it can be really, really exciting. Um, and, and I think as I, I probably will be very happy to watch another movie of this again um it's it was a very it was very well done like it left you feeling so happy just just happy yeah and exactly and, and we'll leave this episode off feeling happy thanks so much everyone for <laughs> for joining us today please email us at fresh off the screen podcast at gmail.com that's fresh off the screen podcast at gmail.com let us know what you thought about the the new no time to die 007 film let us know what you thought about the new ghostbusters film do you think there should be a new double? I think there is actually going to be a new double seven. Never mind. Yeah, yeah they haven't think- announced who the double seven is though. Yeah, but do you do you think there should be a new Ghostbusters film? I think so. Please email whoever makes these films and let them know that you want a new one. And I, we will see you next time. Thank you so much, everyone. Bye.